Hello, my friends. Welcome to the 143 podcast with John and Emily Alexander. We're going to try something different on the podcast for the month of December as we enter into the Advent season. Each day we will be releasing a new episode that sole purpose is to be a time of reflection, a calm, quiet, reflective start to your day. Let's call it Daily Reflections of Advent, shall we? Let's begin. Allow me to take this time to highlight another major player in the Advent story. Any guesses? You got it. Joseph. I want to tell you why we can't possibly reminisce this story without him. Joseph was a Jewish man set to be married to the woman who would become the mother of the Messiah. Her name is Mary. But when he found out that she was with child, as the scriptures tell us, Joseph planned to leave her. I mean, that's fair, right? She's pregnant and, well, they haven't done, well, it. So she must have been unfaithful, thinks Joseph. Little did he know how faithful she actually was. Here is how Joseph's story unfolds. Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Matthew 1, verses 18 through 21. Later on, the text calls back to a prophecy foretold by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 7, verse 14, that the child will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. We see the kindness and provision from Joseph from the very beginning even in the short time where he had thought Mary to be unfaithful, he would divorce her quietly. Why? To avoid karet, the Hebrew word meaning cut off. Her punishment could have been being cut off from her community or worse, death. Joseph protected her. He protected her from public disgrace and shame, and that protection would be experienced again and again and again throughout the birth and upbringing of Jesus, the Messiah. That word, protection, Joseph displayed it. 
And later on in Jesus' ministry, he prayed for it before he would be arrested and killed. That brings to my awareness the striking similarities between father and son. Though we say that Jesus was God's one and only son, God is not Jesus' one and only father. He was raised as a boy by Joseph. And though we don't have a full account of Jesus' childhood, we see glimpses of the relationship between father and son. And when Jesus was about to be arrested and killed, he went off to spend some quiet time with the Lord and asks him for protection over his disciples. The kind of protection that he learned from his father, Joseph. So I want to close our time together with that prayer. Who is in your sphere of influence to pray for protection over? May I remind you how important it is and how okay it is to pray for protection over your people, your children, your parents, your friends, your co-workers. How about your enemies? Because we are to do as Jesus does, as Jesus did. Because Jesus did as his father Joseph did, as his father Joseph taught him to do. Let's pray. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of the name, your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. John 17, verses 6, 9, and 11. Amen.